All right, what is up, everybody? You guys ready to get this live podcast started? Come on, we're streaming this shit. Let people know how many masses of California showed up. There we go. That's the energy I was looking for. And uh, we got rid of some of those pretty fucks that never belonged here. So Exactly right. The Equinox trainer. I don't know how that What's guy is. What's sad is the there. libertarian pretty was uh, one guy that was moderately good looking. Uh, one guy that looked like Chunk from the Goonies right. took steroids. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, two nondescript gentlemen that would be picked out of a lineup if they committed a crime probably 10% of the time. And by the way, this is a dream come true for me because I always wanted to be a part of the next California wildfire. And uh, it's happening. I feel like our uh, tribute to Charlottesville right there is probably going to get it going. Jews will not replace us. <laughs> I, re- All right, I remind you that you do live here. Hey, well, these are yeah. your neighbors. Yeah, but I mean, they, if they're not used to this by now, for the cross is burning on their lawns, right? And nothing's going to drive them away. <laughs> uh, so th- this is your first time uh, being a part of Summer Porch Tour. It is. Uh, do you feel like it's changed your life for the better? Yeah. I feel like my dick's gotten bigger. I feel like uh, <laughs> my balls have at least 25% more semen in them. <laughs> Which is sad because I'm, I'm going to have to have a, a vasectomy because I have two kids now. What? What? Do I want more kids? Do you guys want me to have more kids? <laughs> wow. Thank you. Two is enough. Vasectomy seems scary. You know what? It's one of those things where, like, I, I've heard it's a very simple procedure. That's what they're lying. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's they're like, gonna snip your nuts. Like, it's not. There's nothing simple about it. Well, it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut it. Well, I don't even know how it works. They cut the tube that provides the the cum to the lady. Is that is that how they pitch this? They're like, look, I got a I got a procedure. Your lady, no more cum. And uh, guys were like, yes. And it's just like, I don't even know what the procedure actually includes. Is it just like, do they tie it off? Is it like, you know those little like, uh, clip ties you put on bags? Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> I wasn't prepared to have a conversation about snipping nuts. So I'm not, I don't know. I didn't do my homework on this topic. Well, Robbie, that's on you, man. I mean, what if you meet a girl who's like, look, Robbie, I never want to have a kid with you. Right. <laughs> I just try and come everywhere but the vagina. That's my approach. <laughs> it's easy. Well, it's like skeet, 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 motherfucker. And then like, you know, where do you, but what if you skeet in the wrong direction? I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> well, it's like, you know what? Like when you're skeet, yeah. you tell like, I mean, I know like you watch porn and guys just come in one direction. And like, I'm like, uh, good. At, that guy's great at coming. Right? So, like, wait, so, so do you have a problem where you'll actually pull out, but your semen are so good at getting into vaginas yeah. that they'll they'll find a way? It's like, um, like they paraglide in. Like, <laughs> well, you were like trying to jizz on your wife's mouth and they just somehow 
It just works they, its way. They it, journey. It's, it's like it, it's like a really like on a good microscopic level. It would be like watching like someone climb Everest, but it would be your semen. I like to think that my cum just has a really like a long lifespan. Like most people's cum, like out of the body, it's just like dead. But my cum is just like on the sheets, like it's in the air. You might be pregnant right now, ladies. Pregnancy tests. Take them after tonight because it's in the air. Are you Puerto Rican? <laughs> That's a hack joke, but uh, <laughs> get things started. Uh, I feel like if your semen's this powerful, you shouldn't be tying these tubes. You should be donating it to science. You know, uh, Stephen, our resident scientist, actually freezes cum. He could, he could study your cum for you. He could tell you what's going on. Usually, wow. It's horse semen usually. Oh, okay. Well, that's what most. Let me. Yeah, I bet his is tastier than the horses you've been trying. Well, I don't know how many cums you've tasted. So that's how he studies them. What do you think he's? he's just, what do you think's going on in his lab? There's no scientific effort involved. He just think of a frozen cube of cum and just a little, a little lick. Like. People were willing to sit down for a live podcast. Little do they know that we have nothing prepared and going to spend forty minutes on cum. Well, look, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, you, you made a misjudgment there, presuming that I had nothing prepared about cum. Oh, uh, <laughs> fair enough. I didn't so, do it tonight, but that is ninety nine percent of the comedy I used to do. So when, uh, when are you gonna get the tubes tied? Tomorrow? Oh, for real? So, does, anybody have a, does anybody have a pocket knife? I'll do it, I'll do it right now. I mean, like, I, you got to do it, though. Oh, no, not you. Not you. Those of you can see this guy, he's got a Any, fucking uh, a beanie the, on and a, and a tie-dye T-shirt. No, not you, buddy. Anyone but the guy on acid. Yeah, exactly. The colors told me to cut there. <laughs> In his head, it looks like a bomb, like in the movie with like the red wire. Do 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 do. He goes. I get it. How funny is? Honestly, if you were like a cum surgeon, right? Let's look at what they are. That's the only surgeon I would ever become. If I went to med school, I'd be like, how many years to become a cum surgeon? They're like, well, it's fairly simple, honestly. You suck enough cocks. That's the irony of it. But that's how Stephen got his doctorate. There's actually a job where you can basically race them. Rate them on their motility, and that's how healthy this sperm are. So you literally look. That's at way cooler than horse racing. Like the yeah. easiest job. By the way, what an easy job to rate cum. Yeah. What an easy job. Like you're cum ten. You're cum five. Who's gonna question you? Like what do you? What do you? And then they question you, and you're like, what are you, a cum doctor? And they're like, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not a cum doctor. I don't know. Right. How do you mess that Why job up? Wait a minute. I have an idea. I have a pitch for you. Okay. And you guys can all invest tonight. Uh, Twenty dollars a person. Semen races. Yes. Why are we not doing this? We have horse races, yes. right? We, I, I won a bunch of money at the Kentucky Derby. I, 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 feel like I that was the lunch. joke I was making. <laughs> no, oh, oh, well, I, I don't. I wasn't paying attention. I no, was very good. drunk. Right. But cum races? Did you make this joke about racing cum? I would love to race cum. I'll race my semen against yours any day. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Steven, can we actually do that? If we went to the lab, can me and him jizz into jars, and then you can race our cum? I think we hold on. I think we hold on. Hold on. Set it up. Jewish accountant guy, come up here because you're going to make the market for us. Do you count it? Do you count it? Yeah, come you're up. right there with the glasses. Come on up. You're on the you're on the run your mouth podcast. Uh, I, the only guy with glasses. Oh, there's a couple of them. You're on the come show. On. Do you count? You're up. You're up. Come on. Up. This is what we this is what we need you to do. I need I need you to I need you to establish the market here for. Us placing wagers on my cum versus his cum, right? So who do you think would be the favorite cum in this race? 
know. Do you have children? Yes, I tried out. I don't have any children. Uh, that's a big advantage for him. I knew this dude could make a market. And, and, I, gotta I, say, <laughs> and I gotta say, I'm like, I'm like, like, I, my standard for uh, impregnating a woman is very high. Like, okay. I, I mean, I, it's like my wife and I, you know, we hate each other. So our, we're I fucking every three months. And leave it and in all bam, the time. Two kids, two kids, bam, happened immediately. But come races, Tom Brady versus uh, who's the like uh, the best Usain. MMA fighter? Even now, you say. Tom Brady versus you say bolts come. Can you is, imagine? Is anyone here rich that they want to be uh want to be the bookie on this? No, Cattle no. rancher guy. Do you want to be the, the bookie on this? He obviously yeah, he, he looks rich. Semen biscuit. Must be proper. <laughs> semen biscuit. Sometimes you gotta race other animal semen too. I got a Oh yeah, like when they had there a midget. Go. I mean, they had a He's, midget race of, like a uh, pug. Are you are you willing Fox? to are you willing to take that on action? Why am I stuttering? Right oh oh, dude, I will a hundred percent take that with odds because he just said. What's the odds? Two to one. I don't even care. Two to one. I'll take two to one. Two to one odds. Two All right, one. we have a bet. Who but else? Then, but then we get a quandary though because okay, what? So what? We're racing to an egg, and then what happens if it gets inseminated? Who's the dad? I hope you didn't have plans tomorrow because you and I are That's going to lab to race. I'll take it. You're gonna take the dad. You're gonna be the dad. All right. Well, there's no downside, bro. Your wife is never going to let you do this again. <laughs> My wife's not out here. She doesn't know what we're talking about. What? My wife said she'd never let me do this again after our first kid, by the way. So, <laughs> there you, you know, here we are. All right. This is, you know, I, I thought we were going to get into some news topics. This is way more fun. So, <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, you and I have a date to go to his lab and jerk off. Yep. Uh, now, are we allowed to like interfere with the other person? Do we persons? have to go to the lab? I've got jars here. Can we can we jerk off here, or does it need to be fresh? Yeah. We gotta film it to make sure. It's easier. <laughs> well, no, filming is not a problem. We're filming it right now. I mean, should we just do it right now? Who's got an empty beer can? <laughs> um, I'm gonna come in whiskey because my my kids will be like, they're like, oh, they'll be fired up. <laughs> all right i'm looking forward to jerking off tomorrow with you i think that's gonna be uh don't cross the streams though because that'll confuse the, the odds <laughs> all right so we, we did have a very uh busy week in the news as long as we're talking about cum um why not make our first topic um this new disease uh that's uh plaguing the gay community um what's it called monkeypox Yes. Is that, I, I know that somebody, I was texting with my friends today, and like, I didn't realize it was plaguing the gay community. Well, I'd just like to start off that if there's a, another disease that originates in that community, I feel like it should be three strikes and you're out. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, the Clintons will be behind it. We know that much. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know it, it originated or, or it's like a big gay thing. Like monkey pox is like, what, it's, it's butt transmitted? Well, gay people just keep fucking monkeys. Like, I don't know why. That's not true. They just jerk them off and they don't wash their hands. <laughs> Let's not be unfair. Uh, Steven, is that the science behind this story? <laughs> that was good. I guess that was a good joke. Jeez, this girl. She's a snorter. Did you have anything on the uh, on the monkey pox? I don't have much uh, just on a, it. Just that it's horseshit. I don't know. It's like, you know, it's just. The, the monkeypox thing is like it's like anything else. They like they pivot to these different diseases and whatever. It's like okay, here's the next big thing. Of course, Bill Gates says I'm sure 
uh, a billion monkeypox vaccines lined up. We already bought a million monkeypox vaccines. Is that true? That's the United not... States, yes, the United States already bought a million monkeypox vaccines for a disease that, by the way, has been around since the seventh. Is monkeypox like COVID? Then I'd rather just get the monkeypox. Yeah, I, I, it seems like you get monkeypox. I think all that happens is you get like some sores on your hands, and then uh, I mean, look, who? You jerk off enough, you get sores everywhere. <laughs> this is nothing new to me. I've been there, been there, done that. I need a vaccine for this. The vaccine is just to, to wait a couple days and not watch Final Fantasy VII with uh, Tima's bouncing tits. It's a weird reference, but seriously. So it's just it's a, a bouncing tits. So you're telling me the whole country's panicked about a couple sores on people's hands? Yes. Okay. I can go with sores on my hands. I mean, I'll give you some sores tonight. <laughs> This is turning. Mostly because I want to win the cum race. And I figure the more sores you have in your hands, the slower the cum. Uh, let's pivot to... Uh... See, he's scared. He's scared. <laughs> he knows he's going to lose. Well, I have a lifetime of practice with jerking off, so I feel like this might be the one thing I'm qualified for. <laughs> that and uh, replacing not. Well, two people got that. Oh, because I'm a Jew. Yes, yes. And the tiki torches. Guys, I'll be here all night. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about uh, aliens. Huh. UFOs. We've been hearing about UFOs our entire life. And for the most part, it's one of those, it's like flat Earth, or like we didn't go to the moon. It's like fine, but like, I don't care. Do you believe that, that we didn't go to the moon? What do you think? Eh, I, I would lean like. What's weird about the moon thing is how is it that technology has gotten so much better and we can't go there now? Right. That's the weird part. It's like, think about like the technology in her phone versus the technology they had then. They got to the moon and then NASA now, like they, they had to take a hiatus from it. Like we should be able to go to the moon every two minutes yeah, if they were was, able to do it in the 70s. It, it was real to real shit. I'm like, just saying from a, from a technology standpoint, it makes no sense why they were able to pull it off then and we're incapable of doing it now. Agreed. In Star Trek, set in the year 20, uh, you know, 45,000, they had like, like, guys, guess what we're going to have? Uh, you know, phones you can you know, talk to each other on with video. We have that shit, but yet, yeah, can't go back to the moon. It seems weird. It seems shady to me. You know, if they were smart, what they would do is NASA would be like, look, the moon is racist. <laughs> you know, fuck the moon. What did it, what did fuck the moon. <laughs> it would be more interesting if the aliens living on the moon threatened us, hey, you guys come back here again, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. And that's how real the aliens are. They're like just bad ass motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, they threatened us. They're like, "Don't you fuck you come to our planet? We're gonna come back to your planet." Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Like we always like we have. I don't even think there is a moon. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it's just it's just a big projection. I out did, there. They just keep telling me there's a moon. How do I know? I've never been there. I never and met anyone who's been there. When you're born, they just put like a fucking dot in your eye, and you're like, "Oh, there's the moon." They're just uh, they protect it. You know, they're trying to they lie to us about everything. Here's the only thing. Here's the flaw of the theory, right? Is that like we we sent all these like TV shows, like you know, okay, we got these TV shows, right? go out i've got to figure if there's people on the moon they gotta have moon tv shows <laughs> like what would that be just like hey crater this uh single crater life and it's just some bitch lying in a crater with the legs open it's like no one will fuck my crater <laughs> so the UFO thing's strange because it's something that people have commented on. They keep going, hey, I'm seeing these UFOs. 
aliens are touching my butthole. <laughs> You're hearing weird stories. And then all of a sudden, like the politicians, they pull that classic politician move where they go, we're even more concerned than you are. And so Marco Rubio is going, I don't understand. Yeah, what's going on with these UFOs? And so now they formally acknowledge that there's something we don't know what the fuck's going on. They do a press conference where they go, we're going to be more transparent. And then every question that's interesting, they go, well, we can't answer that on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which but, is great. Like, that's not that's not transparency. No. It's, it's, they clearly, well, here's the question. Do you think they actually know more than we know? Or do you think that they don't know shit either? And like, they're just making shit up. Like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get the answers to that. But there's like, you know, like the men in black. Do you believe in the men in black? No. <laughs> specifically an agency with Will Smith. No, I mean, not specifically right. with, I mean, I, I, not I Will Smith, but with Tommy Lee Jones. Do I think there's an alien division of the government? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, even if, like, they're not doing anything, they're like the rest of government. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's some guy who's taking funding pretending like he's got really important shit going on. What about this? There's like, an, there's like a Fauci for the alien department. Like that guy exists. Oh, who is that guy? Oh, what if it's uh, James Earl Jones? That'd be great. <laughs> but wait, what about this mind fuck? Okay. What if all our fucking funding, right? Yeah. They, they pretend, you know, we're going to go, oh, well, we're, we're using it to kill Somalian babies, you know, all that shit. Um, but really, all of our funding is going towards aliens. Alien shit. I actually think that for some reason they'll be okay with that. They're actually ready to uh, expose us to the aliens, but they needed everyone to have the mRNAs in them first. Maybe that to, was like the only way that like we wouldn't we kill each interact. other with the biomes. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I like that idea because it's like gonna it's like gonna infuse ourselves with something that like it's like War of the Worlds, right? Where they came in War of the Worlds, like oh they died because of the virus, but now we got the uh, the mRNA, so now we can interact. Here's I like the, that theory. Right, here, here's the mind fuck with the aliens. Some people, they like to go, all right, if there's aliens, they got better technology than us. They might, like, help us out. Like, they might, you know, world peace or cure diseases. And then he got that, uh, who's the smart guy who just beeps in a chair? I think he's dead. Oh, uh, Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins, thank you. So that guy, you know, he beeped us and he told us, don't trust the aliens because the same way that we're shitty to cows, aliens would be shitty to us. So now you got to wonder if there are aliens and their technology is so much superior to us, why wouldn't they either just rape us or be like, hey, I've got some technology? I am on like, that why, train. Why would they hide from us? Yeah, they would. I think if there were aliens, they would definitely just come in, fuck our asses, and that'd be right. it. Because, like, think about, like, what do we, throughout history, right? The Spaniards came in and they're like, hey, guess what? We're, uh, we're Spanish. We got armor and guns, and fuck you. Right. And like that's like the, and like we did the Indians. What like, you, yeah, why would you not? What do you think is the resource that we have on our planet that aliens would be most interested in taking? Super fast cum. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be abducted first. That's what you're I, trying I, to say. I'm, you're trying I'm to putting say that, my name in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Tie-dye shirt. You spoke in aliens. <laughs> Anyone, anyone, anyone out in the audience have a hot take on aliens that you like, or some insight? Is this something that any of you have like delved into in your free time? Who's been abducted? They are treating us like cows. They are the government. You what? You think they're aliens? Everything, and they are treating us like cows right now. Okay, so, I, so you I think knew we had a theory? So, I, so I'll say, I'll say so it gets picked up on you. So he says that we're already the cows, and that uh, the government's uh, that the, the international governmental body is already treating but, us like cows. But why would aliens 
want like the current economic structure of infl- like what 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 do the aliens benefit from government inflation and our currency? Like why does that? Add- what if we're just delicious? <laughs> delicious. Have you eaten a person? No. But how often are aliens yeah. eating people? I would eat. What? Well, we don't. We don't know. When? I'm oh, sorry. Are- I would eat a person. That's what I'm saying again. And what, like, because you were starving or just because you were in, like, a third-world country and they offered it to you? I think if uh, if people were on the menu and it was okay, I'd be like, I'll give it, I'll give it a nosh. I'll give it a go. Just to do it. Just to, just to see. Just to see. It's not even a little, like. All right. So, just to see. So if you were, like, let's just say you were, like, Bill Gates wealthy. And just to you see know he's if, eating people. You can give someone a billion dollars. You don't have to kill the guy. Just be like, can I have your arm for a billion dollars? Yeah. Plenty of people would be like, sure, you can have my arm for a billion dollars. And then you barbecue it up. You would spend a billion dollars just to taste human. I would not spend a billion dollars to taste human. I'm just saying if human was like right, accepted right, let, to let eat, me, I would have a bunch. Let, let me change the scenario. You're hanging out with Bill Gates. And he's like, hey, I paid a billion dollars. I'm cooking up this human. You want to try it? You would be like, sure. I would, and then I would murder him because he's a monster. <laughs> I would just, suffocate him. Eating a yes, human to me is as gross as like gay sex. Like I wouldn't. I'm not saying I would routinely eat right. humans. I'm saying as a one time. Would you? At, would you? Well, gay as sex as, once as like a, just like as a try it thing. Am I on top or bottom? However you want to play it. Okay, if I'm the top one time. Okay. Anybody you're, out there <laughs> ready? You're you're way more adventurous than I am. That's all I can say. I, I, I say that I don't I don't know if I go through with it. I, don't know if I, through. I was saying like what a, a waste to come. <laughs> I was a, thinking, what, what, where's my come going? Where's my amazing super speed come going? Right to, to what to to shit to butts? <laughs> Not waste to come. I want to take this chick on tour. She laughs at everything. <laughs> is that an insult to my joke that she's laughing at my? No jokes? no no. I'm I'm saying I this is. This is good right here. I like it. I I would have enjoyed if at the congressional hearings they had a testimony from everyone who's claimed to have been abducted. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. I think that they need to have like a like a dedicated TV show to people just to tell abduction stories. But I don't want them to treat them as though they're like like every abduction alien show. They're always like, and here's what happened. They do like a re like a reenaction and they make it like real serious. I just want them to have people tell shit and they just go laugh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was even like, a joke, like, but I, just, like, I legitimately want to see it. Just like like, like, a, so many... like a Jerry Springer audience type thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if they did like the you are the father thing? But every time they're like, you are not the father. It wasn't alien. It's that that uh, guy at the 7-Eleven. Or the audience is just cheering. You got raped. <laughs> you got raped. <laughs> All right, I so thought that's let's... what we'd be getting this. So let's come to a conclusion. Come? Yes. And let's start with aliens. So real or not? I think, okay, getting real. 100%. 100%. Here's why. Just from, uh, from an, uh, a statistical standpoint, okay. it is, the universe is so infinite, it's impossible there's not something else out there. Right, and then have they, have they made contact with us that the UFOs that we're seeing is in fact aliens that are scoping out our planet? I definitely think that, okay, I can't say definitely. It's a possibility. I think the more likely scenario is that the government has technology that they don't want us to know about. I think think the government has technology that is so far beyond understanding they're keeping secret. And if if there ever was a legitimate world war, 
with Russia over Ukraine for some stupid All of a sudden, reason. we would see, like, the UFOs I, would come in. I think area. you'd see, well, like, flying saucers, <laughs> man. By the way, with my uh, moon doesn't exist theory. So yes, I'm one on of, board. One of the theories has been that these are actually just uh, projections. There you go. I knew someone did their alien homework Operation Bluebeam, she says. Can you, what is, I know Operation Bluebeam. Is Blue that Balls, by Agnes' not, new uh, ad campaign? What is, what is Operation Bluebeam? Oh, so to basically be like, hey, listen, everyone needs to go back in their house and get more boosted because otherwise that's what the aliens <laughs> told us. No, I get that. Like if we're about to revolt, then all of a sudden they'll project like the oh, flying saucers 100%. and then we'll all be like, yes, fucking government do something. I mean, I agree with that shit. It, it, I often wonder about that, right? Because like they try this COVID shit. They get all this stuff like monkeypox coming out. If there was a legitimate revolt, if they thought that people were legitimately going to revolt against the the elite leadership, what wouldn't they do, right? I mean, like, and like, you think of like the Bastille, you know, they're like, all right, well, uh, these people are all angry, uh, we're fucked. Like now, they got all these propaganda tools, they got all these te- like technology tools, 3D projections, holograms, like God knows, man. I, I mean, I believe 100% that they would project alien shit and, and be like, hey, we, by the way, we got to stick together, guys. Aliens. <laughs> All right, so just to bring this home, we've got the best theory laid out that it's actually just government or testing out their projection or other technology, but we still were open to the idea that this could be actual aliens. What do you think is their agenda in terms of scoping out Earth? They just want to see what's up? I think it is legitimately, I, I, I buy into the theory from Stephen Hawking or you know, anybody else that if they're coming here, they're taking our shit. They're taking our shit. They're and they're, they're shit. trying to see what our capabilities are militaristically as far as defense capabilities. Like, they're coming here to come. All right. Let's shift gears to the next big news story of this week. Elon Musk, does he have a nice penis? <laughs> I think yes. Do you think him and Bezos, because they got, like, some technology made them look fucking awesome and shredded. Do you what? think? You just look what? Does look shredded? He looks puffy Dude, and gross. Elon Musk compared to what he looked like. This before. is what ugly people think that decent looking <laughs> people look like. This is like an ugly person talking about a regular person. <laughs> Jesus, Robbie, All right, you need to raise your oh, your self esteem. I I retire from comedy because that was good. <laughs> good burn. <laughs> My semen's going to demolish you tomorrow. How weird is it? <laughs> How is it that Elon Musk I will have my model? vengeance. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk, compared to what he looked like when he was rocking that comb over. Oh, dude, totally. He looks so much better. And then Jeff Bezos was a fucking dweeb. And now he's like, he's fucking shredded. Fucking that lizard mouth lady. Did you ever see Tom Brady when he was like, oh, yeah, in like college dweeb. versus now? Oh, oh he's my so God. like a chunk face, fat, and dirt. Baby butt. AB Blood? Baby Blood. Oh, they got the, oh. they got the Nancy Pelosi hookup? Yeah, yeah. Adrena Cream? Adrena Cream? What is... I, I don't quite know what the Adrena Chrome is. It's a hormone. That's it. Yeah, it's like from uh, uh, scared kids or babies that they uh, inject it. Just, I don't know. But that's just for a high. It's not for, like, being super... <laughs> uh, so you think he uh, whipped out his dick and offered a lady a horse? I mean... Yes. I, if honestly... Here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to consider. If I was Elon Musk and I had $7 billion, what's a horse? 
I mean, now, like, let's be honest. Like, like, like uh, hey, I want to bang that girl. And the, yeah, I don't know if he was married to Grimes or not, but like, like, what? Well, yeah, I want to bang this uh, chick. Uh, you, you, want, you want a horse? But here's what's confusing about the horse offer. Like, if I just brought a horse to your house, that's a prank. That's annoying. <laughs> like, what, I just have to deal with a horse now. Like, there's nothing like, are you offering me, like, you're taking care of the horse? Like, you're, you're like, are you getting me the stable? Are you getting me the jockey? Like, is it, think, full, is it a full service horse? Do <laughs> you think Elon Musk, every chicky bang before you married Grimes, you just dropped the horse off? <laughs> <laughs> like, because just getting a horse is annoying. Like, that's not, like, <laughs> what, like what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> that's a very good point. But do I think this chick has a legit complaint? No. I think Elon Musk did it exactly right. He's like, tell me what my dick looks like. <laughs> Which is exactly what I say when I drop my daughter off. I mean, how distinct would his penis be? That's a weird way to wiggle your way out of it. Like, does he have an incredibly distinct alien penis no, that, like, that she would, like, what What would she say about his penis when you would be like, oh, fuck, I guess I did show her my dick. Circumcised, not circumcised. Right. I don't know. What if he has, like, a, you know, remember uh, Stranger Things? There's, like, that monster. You watch Stranger I, Things? I, I have not. No. Oh, no. There's, like, this, like, monster that's, like, a flower opens up. What if he's, like, uncircumcised? It's, like, a flower dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw Stranger Things, it Right. What right. if like, you can imagine? By the way, you're also playing with fire when someone calls you out for like sexual assault, and you go fire. and you go, Jews will not <laughs> replace us. And Jews. you go, well, describe my dick. And then she's on the news the next day, going, Yeah, it was tiny. <laughs> she's like, I'll tell you exactly what his dick looked like. But what a great, uh, what a great challenge. Right. Right. You're like, and then you're Elon Musk, and you're like. Guess well, what, you know what? I guess the way that you could verify it is you could bring on the news people that have officially been with her, with him, right? right? And then, like, be like, you know, you got one of those police drawing people, right? Yeah. And you get her to describe the dick. You get someone else to describe the dick. You're like, do the two yeah. images match? And then you're like, this this chick saw, you know what I mean? That's actually how you could settle that. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like the new match game. I should be a detective. That's a great idea. I would watch a show with you as... Robbie, the fire. Uh, trying to think of a, a that's a great title. way to solve sexual assault. I just solved this for humanity. Yeah, that is a dick lineup. Yes. Say, oh my God, he's dick number three. That's yeah, dick number three. Oh, you could do that too. That's actually even simpler than having to draw the dicks. Yeah, you just see the dicks. Yeah, in a lineup, the dick out. and then you got to pick the dick out of a line. How much would it suck though if you're just like a guy? You're like, look, I just showed up for this today, and I plopped <laughs> my dick out of a hole, and this chick picked me, and now I'm going to jail. A dick news right. protection program, yeah. right? Yeah. He could he could totally change that dick. Uh, all right. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say about Elon Musk's penis? No, just that it's weird. I didn't realize his mom was like a, a famous model. She was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, which is weird. It was like in the same week that some chicks like, hey, uh, let me talk about your dick. His mom's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. It's weird. Is she hot? She's like 74. Well, we know your type. <laughs> this is the guy that's giving us the presentation on COVID later, by the way. If you're wondering who you're, where your guy's coming from, his perspective on uh, old lady puss and also COVID. All right. I got. <laughs> I have two more topics, then we're going to get into our update on everything COVID related. Uh, I've been wasting way too much time watching the Amber Heard Johnny Depp. Oh, have you best. been wasting time on it? Oh, for sure. For sure. And I I don't know if you're going to go on this, but 100% okay. think she did cocaine. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun moment. Let's pull did the audience. Who, 
Round of applause if you think she did coke in that tissue. I, it, it, okay. it, it made me like her more. I was about to say, if she did coke in court, does that make her cooler than Johnny then? Mm. Yeah. I mean, make, Johnny came off as hella cool when they're describing his drug habits. Who else was just like, oh, he really is uh, fucking so awesome. Cool. The pint, of, pint glass of wine. Mega, mega, mega pint, pint of wine. Yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, Not cool, it bumps her up, though. It bumps her up. There you go. Nice pun. Uh, So first is, they're doing too good of a job at cutting clips and going, hey, bombshell moment, and then they're never a bombshell moment. But then by the time I watch seven minutes of that, I'm like addicted and I need a bombshell moment. So like I end up wasting like a whole day watching it. I think I figured out what to me is somewhat interesting about it is that I, I feel like there's a flaw in the human condition that you can only enjoy life so much. Like there's a certain amount of like joy that you can suck out of the system. And then like, cause we're actually like, I actually think we're supposed to struggle and that's kind of the way you enjoy your life is if you're working on something. And if you just beat the system where you get paid a ton, like you just figure something out. And so like, you don't really have to work. You just ruin it for yourself. Yeah. Like, so you take a guy like John, like what's Johnny Depp into? He's into banging hot chicks and doing Coke. <laughs> You didn't need to be with this Round of applause for banging hot chicks doing coke, everybody. Yeah. Can we get behind that? Thank you, the crowd. But it's like, how many waitresses could you bang on an eat? Like, you don't have to be with a lady who's going to ruin your shit. What is it about the human condition that, like, you hit a level and you can't not... You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a yin and yang thing. If they just didn't meet each other... They could have lived great lives, but for some reason they needed to ruin each other's shit. That's I, what's so fascinating. I think you nailed it. I think it's like it's just like he met this crazy bitch, challenged him on everything, and he's like, right. "I am too happy. I was want- too easy. I need to have somebody that's gonna, gonna fuck my shit." Yeah. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, it's like something in your in, in like the humor. It's like you just have to like it yeah. can't be too good, yeah. or you start seeking out drama. It's like you guys see the movie Memento. Yeah. Yes. So I, at least my takeaway, I mean, I saw that when I was like 13, 14. So I, I thought it was in, like at the end of the movie to me, it was like he was setting up his universe in his moments of like when he was like with it to like have something to do with his life. So like he would like set up the pictures to be like, oh, I have a thing to go solve because like that's what he wanted to. So like he would in his conscious moment create the fabric of like his own miserable reality. Robbie, can you do five more minutes on this? I could. Is it actually interesting or? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So uh, <laughs> last last topic that I wanted to address, and then we will get into uh, Listen our... to Robbie's podcast. Memento, remember? <laughs> oh, um, and, all right. So to me, did you were you a wrestling fan ever? Um, you know what? I was tangentially. I have met in Vegas uh a Brutus the Barber Beefcake. No, Jake the Snake. I met Jake the Snake, and he was unbelievably drunk and unbelievably awesome. All right. So, in context, yeah. So, like, retroactively, after yes. meeting him and realizing how cool he was, you're like, I never watched wrestling, but I love it. Yeah. Well, I was always like, I was like, I was like, wrestling's fake. I watched a little bit of it, but I watched, I did watch Glow, though. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling, because booby. Okay. Yeah. And so it seemed less gay to you. It was like a less gay way to enjoy wrestling. The irony is that probably more of those women were, in fact. <laughs> so i was uh this past week i would like when i watched wrestling you had to suspend disbelief and i remember like when i was 13 and people would be like it's fake and you'd be like yeah but not really like you just would like decide not to accept that as being reality and i feel like the people who are like still 
wearing masks are like pro government. Yeah, yeah, dude. I feel like like you are now in that stage where it's like you know that they're like, but you just can't accept it. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. I, it, they are they are literally wearing spandex on their faces, as far as I'm concerned. Some people like wearing their masks. I still see people in LA wearing masks in their cars. Alone in their cars wearing masks. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're are you gonna infect your it look if you, yes, by yourself yeah, if you if you have COVID in your car, you're not gonna reinfect yourself in your own car. It's almost like people like I swear to god, it's like people like to smell their own farts. <laughs> like it's just you're like, I'm just gonna breathe this in over and over again and just inhale the the sickness. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. I'll eat specific foods, like, as the recipe. Just to get good parts? Yeah, absolutely. Have you, like, okay, legitimate, this is an honest question. This isn't a joke. Okay. Because I've had a, uh, I've had this happen a couple of times. Have you ever farted and you uh, smelled it and you're like, that's <laughs> Like, not like, not like gross nice, but you're like, you're like, that's actually, it, that smells pretty close to what I ate and it's pretty. I've never been like. Does it happen? I've never, I've never been into it. I've been in. I've I'm been, not saying I'm into it. I've been impressed. I am quasi-hard right now talking about it. <laughs> I've been impressed by just how foul it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. You ever have, where you're like, almost like, whoa, that's a oh, lot of fun so right good. there. Well, this, here's what you're missing out on not okay. being married. Oh, is that you? Can is, like, oh, <laughs> you can oh, that on your oh, wife. And like, man. You're like, honey, you got to come in here and smell this. Oh, it's not even that. It's the best one. The best part is when you're just oh, lying just in bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just, it when it's just like a gross, just disgusting. Like you, like, you know it's coming, and you just you try not to laugh. You just wait. Because <laughs> the waiting is the best part, right? You guys out there that are married, you know. The waiting is the best part. You wait, and you count down. You're like, five, four, three. And then she goes, my... God, what did you? What is wrong with you? Mm, oh my God, so good. All right, I, I lied. I actually have one more topic before yeah. we get into the Stephen thing. Uh, uh, so, the Stephen thing. Uh, we this past week there was all that uh, talk about the shooter out in uh, Buffalo. Tell him a shooter. Uh, I don't think he was shooting Tom. I think oh. he uh, actually shot people. Um, okay. So. People are getting all concerned, and they're like, we've got white racists, and they're out there, and they're, I, we're in a private neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, 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 don't worry, they're racist. I, saw, I, I didn't move here for uh, no reason. It's surrounded by white racists. I saw a picture. <laughs> Why do you think I live here? What, are you, what, what am I, an idiot? <laughs> No wonder I felt so safe here. <laughs> so I saw um, a picture of the guy's room, and he it was decorated with My Little Pony stuff. And I'm like, what we should really be talking about is bronies. Like, that's who we should be concerned with. Have you guys ever, like, are you guys familiar... Is anyone here? Okay. If you're not familiar with bronies, uh, it's basically, it's adult men. They seem to be mostly autistic. And they go to these conventions dressed as My Little Pony characters. Yep. And their their life is My Little Ponies and My Little Pony conventions. I got to be honest. When I saw the documentary on the My Little Ponies, I was so like. So you become a brony. No. I was like. You can get an audience for anything. 
<laughs> and the, the fact that you managed to find your people is not a testament to talent. As much as that, like, with enough exposure, there's some other autistic people that might be on your frequency. Here's the question. If we had held tonight a brony event, at my house. Probably more people. But we have had twice the turnout. <laughs> we could have competed which group was more autistic. That's what we could have done. How many, right, by a show of hands, how many, how many of you have horse tails in your assholes right now? Oh, just waiting for tomorrow? <laughs> One, two, six, it's 12, like, at least 12 people in the crowd. Have it's like they could, they could change outfits on a dime. That's actually their plans tomorrow. It's like it's like the magicians when they throw up the sheet and then it's a different outfit. Like and I have a, it, but it, they don't change the outfit. It's just a horse tail out of the asshole. <laughs> nah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna change gears here for those of you uh, watching at home who may or may not have sound or be able to see I this. I forgot right I now. should be looking at the camera. I look at you the I, whole time if, like an asshole. I've done, you know, all the people know of me is the back of my ear and the back of my head. I've done multiple live ones like this that the footage never went out. So don't like it's it's fine. I want it to go out. I want people I, to know that I, my cum will be <laughs> victorious. Oh, I want people. We should open this up to betting. Can all right, we, we will. Can we, put it, can we open up to betting online? Yes, yes. We can. Uh, we can make a bigger deal out of this. Absolutely. Stephen, I have a bad news for you. You might actually have to do this. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, I'm not saying you have to jerk me off. You don't have to put gloves on. I'll, that was I'll the part he was excited I'll about. Myself, <laughs> Stephen. I'll jerk myself off. You just have to test the cum. You don't have to do any of the dirty work. All right. Um, Steven is going to be, uh, for those watching him off camera, we're going to give him one on the mic. You and I are going to share the other ones. Uh, for those that maybe follow the Run Your Mouth podcast, Steven has literally been right on absolutely everything COVID-related. Uh, I was trying to research these topics, and I put out into the world, does anyone actually know science that can, like, work through this stuff? And he's kind of become my research guy. And as far as I know... <laughs> I call him the the maybe because I've had doctors. I've actually had people that work at these pharmaceutical companies along with doctors hit me up and go, that kid Steven's on his shit. So as far as I can tell, oh. as far as I can tell, he's not just, he's not just. Round of applause it. for Steven, everybody. As far as I can tell, he's not just making it up and he's had an incredible uh, record of being accurate and, and really covering topics that no one else did. So. Uh, he's got a presentation for us with some of the latest information uh, to just give you like a bigger picture of some of the things that have happened recently that are uh, kind of worth taking a look into is we've had the CDC data dumps. They've lost Freedom of Information Acts. They've actually actually put out some of the studies and uh, we're starting to see more and more kind of a walk back on even using the booster shots and a walk back from trying to get children vaccinated. So uh, Stephen's going to give us the latest basically on everything uh, COVID, we're going to interrupt him with dumb jokes about cum. Uh, and, and also, and also, since since Robbie uh, did not introduce me during the live podcast, I am Brian McWilliams oh, from the I'm Lions of Liberty podcast. Thank you. Thank you all. Yes. Lions of Liberty podcast network. If you don't like uh, any one of the particular shows, you could follow Mean Age Daydream on its own feed. Saying, just right. throwing that out there. So let's turn this over to part two of the podcast, and uh, let's uh, let's get the scoop on everything. Our, our official COVID update. What? what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I need to take a pee. So. Okay. All right. Check. Check. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, woo. Uh, this might get a little wonky, kind of quick. Um, but if you guys want to talk about anything specifically, just speak out. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's about COVID, exactly. And uh, basically, uh, one of the things I know a lot about before COVID was designing viruses, uh, creating them and modifying animals and human cells, and then publishing papers. Keep the mic close to your mouth. Oh, also, sure, so sure, he's sure. responsible, as he said. He's uh, many, many viruses that have uh, killed a lot of animals in the past. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Basically, I've uh, designed a bunch of viruses, used them to modify human cells, and then published papers on it. So, um, yeah. So I, I was reading a lot about viruses in the immune system before this. So, um, it was pretty apparent to me the dangers. I think it's really important to arm people with just some of the basic knowledge so they can kind of understand how to fight back, especially uh, for what's going on now. Okay, let's uh, let's switch mics. Yeah, please. Let's hold your little. Hell yeah. Does that reach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Is it okay if I grab the other one so I can switch the slide? No. I'm going to switch this around, actually. Yeah, so. Oh. All right. Okay. So it's going to be kind of hard to see, so I'm, I'm just going to do it for um, just so I can do it. Just, okay, I'll, I'll switch mics. Want to switch mics? That might be working. No, I think that one's better. That, that one's clear. Yeah. Okay. It's just shorter. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. No, there we go. All right, nice. I'll I'll uh, switch slides. Oh, okay. Switch slides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll I'll post it later. But basically, some things that stuck out to me is that here. Oh, you're not able to see this one. Yeah, it's, it's not very good. Yeah, so basically, um, do you guys think you're more likely to win the lottery in California or have an adverse reaction from the vaccine? Seriously. Yeah, no, you're actually you're actually over yeah. You're actually over six hundred and fifty times two times more likely to have a fatal adverse reaction with or from the vaccine. Yeah, so so that's actually something that stuck out to me. So Essentially, this is, yeah, we'll post it later, but this PowerPoint's broken down into three parts. First is going to be the COVID uh, risk uh, for individuals. Next is going to be how well does the vaccine work? Is this a vaccine? How the CDC is gaslighting us? And then third is going to be what's the harm of the vaccine? <laughs> Anyone here have it in them right now? Any of you guys actually yeah. get how vax? How many deep? Vax and boosted. Yeah, By what, what's your job at... No, oh, sorry, buddy. Oh man. No, no, I get it. I, 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 I get it. You might get spooked by what's coming, though. All right, so Stephen, what are we starting with here? Yeah, so like we went over. So according to the original Pfizer trial, so this data was leaked, and this data is important because this was the same data that they used to justify the emergency use authorization for the vaccine. And so if you look into the unvaccinated group, which is extremely hard to find, it's in the supplemental information. So while I was publishing peer-reviewed papers, if I theoretically wanted to smudge or hide something, I would hide it in the supplemental information. So I knew exactly where to look. And so um, if you do the math here, you actually had a 0.0091% chance of dying from COVID unvaccinated, and that was justified to do a vaccine mandate. And that's an extremely small amount. And actually um oh you can kind of see that's great so the average unvaccinated person was actually more likely to die in a car accident than COVID during those first three months 
And here's um, more of just that data. Um, again, I really uh, suggest people go and look at it. But in that original trial, more people died of all causes in the vaccinated group than the unvaccinated group for that original Pfizer EUA trial. And so was this was this in the data dump? Because I thought this was something that you and I saw in the pre-trial data. But people kind of hopped on this when the uh, this was one of the big things on Twitter. It was interesting because when they did the last CDC data dump, no one in the news covered it whatsoever. Uh, luckily, this is post Musk taking over Twitter, so it was trending. It was literally trending, and people were picking apart the information. And one of the things that they hopped on was the fact that there was more deaths in the in the group of people that were vaccinated than unvaccinated. That was something that we had seen in the trial data. Is this new information? No, this, this is that same information, but it's important to build the case just because this is actually uh, right into 2021. So this was before the vaccine was even shipped. So this was the justification for the government to spend billions at Pfizer and then justify shipping this. Right. And so it's like not only if you were to just pose the question to the government, what evidence did you have that the vaccines had utility? Right. Like if you like literally like what evidence did you have that this helped? They don't. I mean, firstly, this is actually evidence that it's harmful, but it's like the burden of proof would be on them that it was helpful. And then one of the big talking points is that usually trials are shut down if there's a single death, which you can speak to this because this is one of the big claims on Twitter. And when it came to this one, there were multiple deaths and it wasn't shut down. Is that accurate? Well, so that's part of the um, uh, the behind the scenes. If you do it under an EUA, you can get around some stuff, especially if you justify how emergency it is but they kind of fudged the numbers. And what stuck out to me is this is the data that was hidden in the supplementary information. There were four people in the vaccinated group that died of cardiac arrest versus one in the placebo. And then there were two in the placebo that died of COVID versus zero in the vaccinated. All right, right on. So, uh, so they're not cheering the death, just yeah. to be clear. And, and, and again, this is kind of like vaccine bashing for sure, but I think it's important to get the other side. And, and so if I was just looking at this data, the highest number on there is cardiac arrest in the vaccinated group. So, uh, you know, and from what we've heard, that's probably not a coincidence. And here's just, um, so I, I really wanted this not to be my opinion. This is just a link to a guy from like Harvard that did a risk analysis in 2003, kind of long ago. It just shows that you have a one in over 7,000 chance of dying from a motor vehicle accident. And over here on the side, you have a one in over 10,000 chance of dying from COVID, according to that original trial. So we're just showcasing the fact that, it, like, one, what emergency authorization was needed? This isn't deadly. And two, what proof do you even have that it was ever working? Right. On top of the, maybe these cardiac events during the trial, for sure. And yeah, and so here is just kind of using their own data against them. It, this is just really interesting. So the deaths peaked in January 2021, but the new cases peaked in January 2022, along with the, hospitals, uh, the, the hospitalizations. And so just to kind of break down for everyone what you're looking at, those two towers that kind of look like titties. Yeah. <laughs> no, so if the vaccine worked, why would it be in 2022 we're seeing exactly the same things as we were seeing in 2021? Right. If for so, if like all of a sudden you introduce something that prevented Corona and prevented death, why would you be seeing the exact same spikes after everyone's been vaccinated? Right. right? It, this would seem to be real world evidence of the fact that the vaccines did not work. Now, you might claim, well, all of those people that are in the secondary peak are the unvaccinated, but 
the most recent data. And at every step of the way, they've lied to try and pretend like who is and who isn't vaccinated. The most recent data is I think 45% is uh, are vaccinated individuals for, death. for, for deaths. But the point just being, if you're looking at that chart, that would suggest there's zero evidence that it was a working strategy. Yeah, and what stuck out to, to me here is that both when the hospitalizations and the new cases peaked, there was a peak in boosters given fully vaccinated and at least one dose. So it's not that it gets more, uh, to, to repeat his question, and then you can correct me if I'm wrong. He's asking, how do the different strains? So th the biggest thing is that the vaccines don't work against the mutations. In fact, and we might get to this later, it might actually get in the way of natural immunity and that it only works, like it's not, it doesn't work on the T cells and the other shit. It's just like, it's just the antibody. Is that what it is? It's more, it's just. You guys talking to Mike? Oh, yeah. It's more, it's just a vaccine against the original spike protein. And the nefarious thing here is that um, the coronaviruses are called coronaviruses because it's called crown and they have, they changed their spike protein, which is their crown. If you look at them under an expensive microscope. And so um, it's very well known that they're known to change their spike protein. So the idea that you would make a vaccine targeting that single spike protein very specifically is almost a goading the virus that you know is very infectious and it's going to spread to then mutate to get around that vaccine and that original natural immunity a little bit faster than it would normally. So in other words, you would say that it's actually increasing mutations. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm saying mandating that vaccine for people that didn't need it, like according to this. Because otherwise it would have robust immunity. And so it would actually be. The virus would be more of a dead end in people and not have a chance to mutate before it was a dead end. Okay. Yeah. You guys catch that? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so right here it shows just during that original period in 2021, the 95 percent of deaths were people over the age of 45, and 75 percent deaths over the age of 65. And here again is just saying when 65 percent were fully vaccinated, we actually had the most tests positive per test. And as we're, as you were pointing out, it has to do with the mutants. And I think just to add to this from what, like I had an experience where I went to uh, a, a place to get tested and then all of a sudden they didn't want to test me anymore. And I had to get on a call with the doctor and I had to come up with very specific re like they suddenly didn't want to test people anymore because they didn't want the case rates. I personally witnessed like firsthand that they were making it harder to test. And then all of a sudden, if you guys don't remember, they started pushing that they were going to send the at home test. You know why? because they didn't want the records anymore. So they were covering their ass on the fact that all of a sudden it wasn't about infections. It was about hospitalizations. But all of a sudden the story changed where it's like, well, yeah, people are dying, but it's only over 60. So wait, the only people that needed the vaccines are the only people that are dying. Like once again, what evidence do you have that this works? Right. See, I should have been a Jew lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. And, and so this is absolutely crazy. And so, um, real quick, just to define what a, a vaccine is to me, just a, a, a vaccine has to elicit a, an immune response that's going to protect the individual from symptomatic infection and therefore uh, really spread of the underlying uh, pathogen that causes the, the disease. This is really important because if your vaccine doesn't stop infection, um, it, it just can't be classified as giving you a, immunity. Um, just because uh, that, that wouldn't be considered immune. 
And so it's interesting to think about, is it really a flu shot or flu vaccine? And there it's a little different just because the flu mutates. So it, it's technically a flu vaccine. It just doesn't work very well because it's usually against a different type of flu. And so this was really, really nefarious. So earlier this year, the CDC actually changed their definition of vaccine. So previously, it went from to produce immunity to a specific disease, like we talked about, to produce protection to a specific disease. And like we were talking about, immunity is very specific. It means you're not going to get infected. That, that means you're immune versus protection, which you could subjectively say is protection against serious disease, which is bullshit, right? And, and they kind of did the same thing later in the definition. And it's really just to change like objective scientific things into subjective measures. And, and this just reminded me of this Orwell quote. I kind of made it quick. But um, in the end, the party would announce that two and two made five, and you would have to believe it. The very existence of external reality was tactically denied by their philosophy. And, and what that kind of means to me is that things are getting so ridiculous that they're going to look you in the eyes and lie to you and expect you to believe it. Um, and you better go along with what they say or else. And... Sure enough, I'm sure some of you guys heard about this, is that the CDC actually put in a request to track our phones to see where we were going during lockdown. And they claimed it was just for COVID. But if you look more into it, they actually wanted to do it for a lot more uh, other reasons. Well, it, it, this is worth pausing on because this is, this is new. I, I think if you look back, there's been so many things that have been conspiracy theory that later got validated. I think one of the things people were concerned about was uh, are we being tracked? How are they tracking compliance? And then it turned out they were taking cell phone data to see if people were quarantining, where people were going. Like, firstly, it's my personal assumption that the NSA knows everything about us all the time. That's my personal assumption. Now, they can't let us know that. So, like, all of a sudden, like, January 6th, they go, oh, we're looking through Facebook. We're doing – it's like they know how to track us and what we're doing. They just can't let us know that. So when there were concerns about how are they using big data and like, do we even have the freedom to not be compliant while they didn't quite turn this live, the CDC didn't show up to our house and go, Hey, I'm looking at your phone and I know that you went to these locations. They have the technology to do so. And they were using it. Right. Snowden said that they'll follow you if you're interesting. And if you appear on the, on the blip and God damn it, the two of us aren't interesting. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I, I was a proud boy. Uh, for, for, there are no proud boys here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they will, it's, it's insane. So for the, for the home audience, uh, not aware of the racists we brought out here tonight. <laughs> uh, no, I think you're right. I think it's, they have the ability... For the most part, they're not that interested in what we're doing. But if for some reason they are interested in what you're doing, they can pretty easily access that file. Like they, they have it, they have it all. We, we've had some weird shit happen, like people keep taking my photo at, at the strangest times. It's like it's and, and, and their net is wide and they're petty and and it, they're following a, a lot of us. And it's it's insane. It, whether it's it's like. Uh, do you ever go out of the country? No, but whether it's like like you know, Rufo or or Joe Sixpack, they're following all of us. It's it's 
disgusting. And we found someone with more conspiracy theories than you and I. Their spying abilities are scary, and, and their net is wide, and it's, it's, it's something we should all be concerned about, honestly. Yeah. Feel that. Preach. All right, what else we got here? Yeah, um, this is just showing there's some backlash from the scientific community, too. Um, the the quote basically says, <clears throat> you should strongly consider previous infection before we know of a better risk-reward from taking Oh, and this is in the pretrial data. No, th this is from other scientists that are looking at the data. But I thought uh, that that was one of the things that people were accusing Pfizer of. And because there were, like, there were even videos, I don't know if you guys remember this, it was going around of, Fauci basically saying you don't want to like over vaccinate because it might get in the way of natural immunity. Uh, and so I thought one of the accusations was that Pfizer in its pretrial data had kind of acknowledged that uh, vaccinating might get in the way of like uh, natural immunity. And so like it was overly reckless that they still launched this. I, I Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Putting words into your presentation. <laughs> it's all good. And so the next question is, you know, how well do these vaccines work? And it turns out in the UK, one in 24 uh, primary infections were uh, breakthroughs, actually, or were reinfections. And excuse me, this, this doesn't have to do with vaccination status. This is just in general. So one in 24 people that were infected got reinfected. That's, that's vaccinated and vaccinated. Yes, yeah. And so here we can break it down by vaccination status. And so you can kind of see at the top this funny article from ABC News saying that breakthrough deaths compromise increasing proportion of those who died from COVID-19. And then um, it also linked vaccination status later in the article. But of course, uh, the underlying quote says, these data should not be interpreted as vaccines not working, says one expert. <laughs> so it's like, who, who the fuck is that expert? Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, who, who said that? You know, because the, the, the quotes in the article say, you know, 18.9% um, of COVID deaths occurred among the vaccinated in August of 2021. Six months later, it was up to 40%. So that tells me something's going on, especially when only 65% of the United States is vaccinated. And so here is the from the most recent leak. And um, to go through this quickly, what really stood out to me is that of uh, Pfizer only followed up on 40,000 cases out of 150 that were reported. So of these 40,000, they dug even deeper. And so you can see there were about 1,200 deaths in these follow-up vaccine adverse events in the first three months that they shipped out 125 million doses. And so what, st what stands out to me is that if you assume an equal vaccine distribution among people, there's a strong preference for 31 to 50-year-old women to have an adverse event. So Pfizer's killing women. We already knew that, yeah. <laughs> no, but what, what, what's, interest, what's worth noting about that is that 30 to 50-year-old women probably didn't need to be vaccinated. So if you had something that would work for people over the age of 65, why not just give it to people over the age of 65? Especially if you have particular evidence of the fact that it might be more dangerous to another community. And and these the, you know these numbers are still small, but it, um it, when you compare it to other vaccines, it's a problem, and especially when they just glided through this process. And and just to you know cover my tracks, this is an example of uh, the vaccine calculation. So there were 125 million doses shipped, and if we assume 50% of those people were double vaccinated. We can say, you know, 40 people, 40 million got one shot and 80 million got two. 
uh, or excuse me, 40 million got one shot and then 40 million got two shots. So altogether it would be uh, like 120 million doses. So the number I'm using is for that 1,200 deaths, it's going to be out of 80 million individuals that either got one or two shots. Does that make sense? I'm not sure if I followed that. So, uh, uh, so I'm just going to go with 120 million doses were put into arms. And so 40 million people got one dose, which is 40 million shots. And then 40 million other people got two doses, which is 80 million shots. So if you combine them, it's 120. Okay. I thought the total vax was higher than that, but okay. This, this is just in that time period. Oh, because okay, okay. again, we're looking at a three month time period for Pfizer's adverse events. So this actually is only going to February 28th, which is why I have that in the graph. Got it. Yep. And so my dad in January 2021, he got one shot of Pfizer and four days later had a stroke and died. So um, when I called his doctor to tell him like what happened, because of course, he didn't get vaccinated by his doctor and his doctor actually had just done an EKG on him, make sure he's good. Cause just, you know, he was elderly. Um, but yeah, so he passed away four days later. I called the doctor to let them know that he passed away and he had been vaccinated one dose. And the doctor said, okay, shocking. Wasn't expecting that. Um, and when I asked if they were going to report that, on bears. Not considered fully vaccinated. No. Oh. He just said we're not tracking it. Oh, God. He didn't even say we're, it's not fully vaccinated. He just said we're not tracking it. And I said, well, can you at least make note of it? Because if you do track it at some point, that at that time it was January 29th. So still kind of like knew what was going on. <laughs> oh, thank you. And um, so once, once, you know, more time passed on, I started doing more research and I found that I could do a report on bears. So I went in and reported on bears. Um, but I also was able to find his lot number because I had his vaccine card picture um, and I looked at the vaccine lot number. There were at least 17 other deaths. That was as of May 2021 that I found that out. So I can imagine there might be more. I don't know. But By the way, just to, I, I mean, how horrific that is. We're, 50 people in a backyard right now yeah and so if you just run the odds on the fact that you have a personal story mm -hmm. and news doesn't cover this i mean how many personal stories uh i mean obviously sorry it's fucking terrible you survived the battle of the bulge and it got taken out by fucking vaccine thanks for sharing that question on that on adverse effects I thought it was going to be on the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> i'd be like dude that is inappropriate <laughs> Should the worst um, or like riskiest time be at the very onset of when you get it? So like, let's say I got, I did get the vaccine. Let's say I got it. Get him! I know, get him, right? <laughs> uh, no, like I'm immune from dying now, right? Uh, um, so like six months out, the chance of something happening is very low, but six days out, it's probably high. Is that right? Well, Alex, so one of the one of the things that uh, like Alex Barrett and others were claiming was that you're not considered fully vaccinated until two weeks after your second dose. So if anything happens within the first 14 days, that's not even like considered, it, it's not being rec like recorded, right? So 
like the example that he said to just kind of put that into perspective is imagine if they gave you something for depression, uh, but a lot of people killed themselves within the first 14 days of being on that medication. But then you just said, oh, well, the medication, we don't start counting until 14 days out. Was that helping? You know what I mean? If most people are killing themselves within the first 14 days and you actually have more death, that's not a helpful metric to look at it only from 14 days out. So to speak to your question, it, 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 it kind of still exists as an unknown of what might have been happening within the first 14 days. Right. And he pointed to some evidence to suggest that there was an increase in, uh, I guess, in an in adverse. You're, you're the scientist guy. Why am yeah, I talking? Yeah. And yeah. there's people who have like seizures. Like yeah, mechanistically, like, it would, it would be in like two days at least. And it's most likely from the actual spike protein. So the vaccine is the directions to make the spike protein. So you can think of like the vaccine supposed to vaccinate you against like an Ikea couch. So instead of injecting you with the couch, we actually inject you with the directions to make the couch. And, and then we have to rely on your own cells and in the placement of the vaccine is very important to make that couch correctly and then present it and then not put the couch anywhere. And it just so turns out that that couch is also very inflammatory and can clot your blood yeah. and cause strokes. And I have seizures. Correct. And so, we're, we're like and, and so that's going to be in the first week, most likely. And if it integrates in the DNA, which we can talk about later, it will be a little bit longer, but it should be in the first little bit. So there's probably a drop. Yes. Like right. years out, nothing's happened. Like You'll, you're fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I mean, not you, but yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> 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 Dr. McCullough said not not to engage in any heavy exercise until six months because the, the spike proteins go directly to the heart. I need to right. get that's, that's what he said. We got a mic I think there's definitely side. some truth to that. All right, what do we got? Risk conclusion. Yeah, so yeah, just risk conclusion. Again, according to the, the Pfizer trial that they that they mandated the vaccine with, you were 1.4 times more likely to die in a car accident. And when you, but you were 182 times greater than dying in a plane crash was COVID. So more likely to die of COVID than a plane crash, less than a car accident, according to that original Pfizer Pfizer data. And here's a picture of airplane the movie. <laughs> and 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 what's important too when we're talking about vaccine risk and car risk and airplane risk is that that's not age determinant. Um, when we're talking about disease risk, of course, as you get older, your your risk of dying of disease goes up. And so I found this pretty interesting. So this is what the CDC claims. So one in 12 people in 2020 died of COVID, uh, which I think is ridiculous. And uh, according to my counting, I think it's about 10 to 100 times over counted. So if you if you knock it down to about one in 120, it's going to line up right there with motor vehicle crashes like we already covered, as well as falls like elderly people falling. So again, COVID-19 risk. Um, is, was very overblown. It's much akin to driving a car. And here's just a quick graph to remind everyone that, of course, as testing goes up, more people test positive, but don't report it. So um, the, the artificial kill rate are basically the amount of people COVID kills divided by the amount of people positively infected. Uh, that number is going to be artificially high because more people are testing positive, but they're not in the denominator. So I, I just have to point something out. One of the nice things about living in uh, racist all-white areas is that they're very safe, but they also have curfew. So we got we to gotta wrap in like the next eight. Eight minutes? Yeah. Oh, we can do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and so to so get to your point about viral mutation, so 
basically it's important that uh, everyone talks about viral evolution. So there's two parts. It's natural selection and mutation. Mutation is easy because viruses are the fastest mutate are fastest spreading uh, biological entity. And anything that spreads and replicates is going to mutate, especially when it does so so quickly. So viruses are going to mutate within an individual. That's not important. What's important is which one of those mutants gets selected, which one of them is the strongest, and those are the ones that we hear about because they spread. And so the question is, what's what's creating these viral mutants that are so uh, so strong? And if you look at the CDC's own data, you can see as the virus gets more mutated, it gets less deadly, more transmissible, but and more mutated in that same spike protein that we we're getting vaccinated against. And so now to go to vaccine harm. This is an amazing study. So 13 people were vaccinated. Three out of the 13 found full spike protein in their blood. So this is that same spike protein we're talking about that's that's known to cause, cause cardiovascular complications, blood clots, and autoimmune disorders was found in the blood of just healthy vaccinated people. And so there's a lot of mixed messaging in the media. So a lot of uh, mainstream media outlets will say the COVID-19 vaccine spike protein is not dangerous versus other peer-reviewed papers will say the spike protein binds to heart vascular cells, potentially contributing to severe microvascular damage, essentially a stroke. And, and so the Pfizer got away with this by doing a little mutation in their spike protein along with Moderna. And their claim is this little nuance in the mutation is enough to stop the spike protein from being so cytotoxic. And they're really relying on the location of that spike protein. So can I just uh, put this into stupid? Uh, that, that's what I do. Uh, the mRNA was not supposed to like kind of, uh, I, I guess, infiltrate or leave a trace right. and so there's evidence to the fact that it is uh, i think some of the evidence that you had was that like there, it's clearly kind of living in people's livers and so if it's if it's living on within people there's more opportunities for it to kind of stick around create inflammation and damage people right and, and again um the, although the, the presence of spike protein in about 25 percent of the people vaccinated is is a big deal in terms of the immediate side effects like um, the complications with anything to do with the, the blood system but um here it was pretty interesting so they actually found that using liver cells so this is again if the mrna vaccine is misplaced the liver cells can actually integrate the vaccine mrna into dna and this is a pretty complicated uh process so usually you go from dna to rna to protein except uh, recently there's a very rare way that you can actually turn RNA back into DNA. And that's a big deal because DNA is what spreads to other cells and DNA is what's last for, uh, for essentially ever. And so sure enough, there's actually cells that just use these uh, human liver cells. And uh, this is just a rather complicated graph that all it's showing is that the protein that's responsible for turning that RNA back into DNA is present only when you give them an injection of the mRNA. Why is this? So this uh, protein is called line one. It's a, <laughs> get wonky, it's a uh, endogenous retroviral element. It's essentially an ancient DNA virus that lives in all of our genome. It's essentially, we got a uh, caveman got infected with AIDS and then we are all descendants of that caveman that got infected with AIDS. Bobby? I did, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but um, but but essentially, there's there's proof that the vaccine can integrate into DNA. It produces a spike protein that can cause right, cardiovascular so, problems, and that's uh, so. Yeah. What's uh? Give us. Are, are there any other bombshells to be aware of? And if not, give us your uh, prediction moving forward. 
Um, they're going to try to sell a new version of the vaccine, but I think it's too late. You mean just because it, the evidence is so bad that the earlier vaccines weren't working, they won't actually be able to sell the booster? Right. Okay. Anything else uh, that you wanted to make sure everyone knew? We can always cover it, you know, in an additional. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I mean, just uh, stay curious. And um, also prevention is a big thing. It's it's really not much about COVID. We, we focus too much on COVID and not on the person that's getting COVID. And that's where Western medicine gets wrong. All right, everybody, thank you so much for coming out for the live show. Uh, me and Steven, we're hanging out drinking. If you got other COVID questions for him, that's the thrill of coming out to the live events. You get to meet the Wonder Boy himself. For everyone hanging out at home, thank you for joining us. Have a good night, everybody. Guys, you have an amazing crowd. Uh, if you do want to give money for pizza, give it to me. There's uh, plenty of pizza. And also, so you guys are free to hang out.